Welcome to Creativity Boost with your host, Iridafe Owalabi, your guide on this transformative journey. We're here to help people with dreams and ideas of becoming something more, but don't know how, why, where, or when to push out their brainchild in the form of a song, book, an app, a business, a brand, a movement, or something valuable. So if you don't want to go to the grave with that idea still in your head, then this is the podcast you've been waiting for. You have to be able to know when to solve a problem, if to solve a problem, and how to solve a problem that you were not designated to solve. Now, there are three different problem-solving assets every creative should have in their solution bank. Now, doing that helps you avoid any problem that may result as a result of solving that problem. Did you know that solving problems produces more problems? Hello, welcome to today's episode. Today, I want to share with you something really interesting, and it's going to be a continuation from what I shared with you last week. Today, I'm going to be speaking to you about how to solve other people's problems or how to solve a problem that you did not create. Now, in my last episode, I spoke to you specifically about two mistakes that creatives make when trying to solve other people's problems or when trying to solve problems that they did not create. And for the purpose of reminder, those two mistakes are, number one, most creatives fail to find out why that problem needs to be solved. And because they fail to do this, they are not able to articulate their value and ensure that they get rewarded for solving the problems they solve. And that was the reason why the poor wise man saved the city but was forgotten. By listening to this episode, you will not be among the number of people who solve problems and do not get compensated for their creativity or do not get rewarded or appreciated for deploying their creative skills and problem-solving skills at work, in their business, or wherever they find themselves. The second mistake most creatives make is that they do not find out the benefit of solving that problem. And it does not have to be a monetary reward, but you just have to understand the benefit solving that problem will bring to you and to the persons that you are solving the problem for. That will also help you understand the need and that will also trigger your creative problem-solving skills and help you function at the peak of your creativity when solving a problem. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to be building on that foundation. So if you've not listened to my last episode, I encourage you to go back and give it a listen and you'll be glad you did. So today we are going to be talking about five steps to solve a problem that you did not create. Another way to put it would be five creative ways to solve other people's problems. Now, did you know that the way the world was designed, problems will never finish, problems will never come to an end, problems will keep coming up in the world of business, in your job, wherever you find yourself, problems will keep coming up. In fact, man exists to solve problems. 70% of the problems that you're going to be faced with at work, in your business, in your entrepreneurship journey, or at home are going to be problems you did not create. As a matter of fact, when God created the first man who goes by the name Adam, the first thing God did was to give him a problem to solve. Now that goes to show you how problem solving had been wired in our DNA and intrinsically we've been built to solve problems. But sadly, because of the way most of us have been raised in society, it's easy to lose consciousness of the fact that we have been wired to solve problems. There's a problem you were born to solve and that problem you were born to solve 
It's meant to grant you purpose fulfillment. It's meant to give you visibility. It's meant to give you prosperity. It's meant to attract the right people to you. But until you develop that skill of problem solving that you already have, you may never be able to even identify the problem you need to solve. You may never be able to identify the problem you were born to solve. And even if you do, you may never be able to solve it. Now, before we go into the deep aspects of problem solving, like solving the problems you were born to solve, let's first of all look at solving the problems that are already before you, other people's problems. Like I was saying, when Adam came on the scene, the first man God created, the first task God gave him to do was to solve a problem he did not create. The Bible says that God brought him into a garden that was already there before he came in. And then God told him to dress it and keep it. In other words, God was making Adam the manager of the garden. God wanted Adam to run the administration of the garden in such a way that everything is in place and everything is in order. So the bottom line is the very first task that God gave to the first man who he created was to solve a problem he did not create. So it makes sense in developing your problem solving skills to learn how to solve problems that you did not create. Now the first thing to be cognizant of in solving a problem that you did not create is this. Find out if you are the right person to solve that problem. One of the reasons why many people solve problems and go unrewarded or are unappreciated or are forgotten or uncompensated for deploying their problem solving skills is that they solved a problem that they were never meant to solve. Now, this was what David did. When David got to the battlefield, The Bible says that he saw Goliath, he heard what Goliath was saying, he heard how Goliath was tormenting the armies of Israel, and then he asked them what will be done for the person who brings down Goliath. At that point, David had already decided that he would solve the problem, but David did not take action until he had a conversation with the king. David was in the battlefield. He could have as well just gone against Goliath immediately, but he did not go immediately. He first of all spoke to people who brought him before the king in the palace, and he had a conversation with the king and got commissioned to go against Goliath. If David had gone against Goliath in that battle without consulting with the king or without dialoguing with people who were meant to actually take down Goliath in the first place, he may have killed Goliath, but he may not have gotten the recognition he got afterwards. He may not have gotten the compensation he got afterwards. Now, this brings to mind the man named Uzzah in the Bible. Now, the children of Israel were transporting the ark of God. And somehow, as they were transporting the ark, something happened and the ark was going to fall down. And Uzzah, in a bit to stop the ark from falling, he tried to save the ark. So, he took a hold of the ark and prevented it from falling. But guess what? He was struck dead for that act. Now, this is someone who was trying to do a good deed. He was trying to prevent the act from falling. He was trying to solve a problem. But because he was not the one who was designated to man the act, he was not a priest. The priest had been designated to be the ones who would handle the act. They were sanctified for that purpose. They were set apart for that purpose. And because Uzzah was not a priest and he took hold of the act, he paid dearly for it, even though he did something good, something remarkable. Now, this is another very powerful illustration that makes you understand that in solving problems, you want to find out if you are the right person 
to solve that problem. And if the people who are designated to solve that problem are unable to solve it, you want to have a conversation with these people to make sure that they are on board with the idea of you being the one to solve that problem. And this is very important, even in your job, even in your workplace. You don't want to go around solving all the problems when you are not asked to. You'll end up being a nuisance even though you're doing something noble. So you're not going to be the one that will solve all the problems at your workplace. You have to be able to know when to solve a problem, if to solve a problem, and how to solve a problem that you were not designated to solve. Now, am I in any way saying you should not take ownership in your place of work? Or am I in any way saying you must wait to be assigned a task before you do it? Emphatically, no. You don't have to wait to be called before you try to solve a problem if you know that it is within your capacity to solve that problem. But what you should do instead is to flag that problem to the people who are concerned and suggest to them that you can solve that problem if they would not mind. Now, doing that helps you avoid any problem that may result as a result of solving that problem. Did you know that solving problems produces more problems? And so you don't want to put yourself in a wrong position because you solved the problem. Because solving problems will beget more problems. And so this is one way to solve a problem that you did not create. Now the next step is this. Diagnose the problem to identify the root cause. In order to solve a problem effectively, you want to be able to do a proper analysis and diagnosis of that problem. You want to understand the foundation of that problem and the root cause of that problem so that you don't end up treating symptoms and not treating the actual root cause of that problem. Most times, the solution to complex problems is hard to come by unless you investigate it, unless you diagnose the situation, unless you try to troubleshoot the system to understand the root cause of that problem. Understanding this triggers your creative problem-solving skills like nothing else. It gives you the ability to build custom-made solutions for those problems. It helps you create and manufacture solutions from thin air, literally. And so you want to be able to do a proper diagnosis in a bid to solve a problem you did not create. And the same thing goes for even a problem that you created. This brings to mind Joseph when he was brought into the palace to help the king figure out a solution to the problem the dream, the puzzle that he had, Joseph was able to solve that problem because he was able to diagnose the root cause of that problem. And in Joseph's diagnosis, he came up with a solution. That solution came as a result of his understanding of the problem. Many people try to solve problems, they have no idea why these problems exist. They don't understand the problem, and because they don't understand the problem, they try to prefer a solution that may not work for that problem. They try to prefer a solution that ends up creating more problems and not even solving the real problem that should have been solved in the first place. Now, the next thing you want to take into cognizance when trying to solve a problem you did not create is this. Evaluate your solution bank. Your solution bank can be seen as your toolbox or your portfolio where you can pull solutions that you have used in the past or techniques and strategies that you have employed or deployed in the past when you were trying to solve problems that may be related or even not related to the problem before you. It helps you position yourself to be able to solve those problems. Now, there are three different problem-solving assets every creative should have in their solution bank. The first asset is their mindset. You want to have the right mindset as you try to solve a problem you do not create or a problem you have no idea how it came about. The next thing that should be in your solution bank should be the skill set. You want to check if you have the actual skill set required to solve that problem. And then the next thing you want to check is your tool set. So with the right mindset and with the right skill set and the right tool set, you'll be able to solve a problem 
having diagnosed it adequately. And this was what helped David bring down Goliath. David had the right mindset, he had the right skill set, and he had the right tool set. His mindset was based on the fact that when he was in the bush, a lion came against one of his sheep and he went after the lion and struck the lion down. A bear came on another occasion and tried to attack one of his sheep and he went after the bear and he struck the bear down. Now that mindset was something David drew from before he approached the Goliath problem. Now you must have a solution bank as a creative where you can pull out inspiration, revelation, insight that will help you approach a problem that is before you. The next thing was David's skill set. David had honed his skill set. David killed Goliath by exercising a skill that he had honed when he was in the bush hunting and that was the skill of using a catapult or a sling. If David had not perfected the skill of slinging, he most likely would have failed when he tried to go against Goliath with a sling and five smooth stones. And the next thing that David drew from in his solution bank was his tool set. As a matter of fact, the king, King Saul, wanted to borrow David his armor. And when David put on the armor, David told him, you see, I've not proved this. These tools are not tools I'm familiar with. As you go into solving a problem that you did not create, you want to go in with familiar tools, with familiar solutions, with something that you've tried before, with skills that you've developed before. And this is very important because there are many creatives who fail at problem solving because they are stuck in using conventional methods and traditional methods. Saul was trying to introduce the conventional and traditional way of going to battle against an opponent to David. But David said, no, I'm not used to this way. I want to think outside the box of the conventional and use something that I've tried before. Now, if you're listening to me, you want to be able to break out of the traditional and conventional way of doing things or of attempting to solve problems and think outside the box of how a problem is usually solved or how a problem is usually approached in your organization, in your business, or at your job. That way, you'll be able to solve problems that you did not create that nobody else can solve. Now, the next step to solve a problem that you did not create is to be confident. You see, when David went against Goliath after discussing with Saul and discussing with other people, Goliath tried to intimidate him. Goliath said, look at this small boy. What do you know? You'll face problems in your career that will challenge your experience. You'll face problems in your career that will challenge your personality, that will challenge your creativity, that will challenge your history. Even Saul brought that before David. Saul told David, he said, this man had been a champion from his youth. This man has been a warrior from his youth. And you are just a little boy. You are just a youth. You've never even seen battle yet. What gives you the confidence? Why do you think you can take on Goliath? But David remained confident. He remained unabated. Why? Because he had the right mindset based off his practice based off the fact that he had developed his skills and based off the fact that he knew that the same God who helped him solve the lion problem, the bear problem, would also help him solve the Goliath problem. And so you must never allow any situation or any problem at your place of work or at your business intimidate you, intimidate your level of experience. Don't allow things like, oh, you've not done this before or, oh, you just have one year of experience, you are a newbie Oh, you've not been at this company for X number of years, so you may not be able to solve this problem. Do not look at all those things when you are approaching a problem that you did not create. All you need to solve a problem that you did not create is creativity and critical thinking. 
If you have those things in your tool set and you have the right skills for the job and you have the right mindset, you do not need to pay attention to how many years of experience that you have or don't have when you're faced with a problem that you're trying to solve. And the last thing that you want to do in solving a problem is to take action. Do not be a victim of analysis paralysis. David took action. David did not stay in the palace analyzing the strategies to use for Goliath. He went out, he took five smooth stones and he went into battle and he faced Goliath squarely. I want you right now to face that problem that you're having in your life, in your business, in your job, in your career. I want you to face that problem squarely. I want you to take action. I want you to do something using the tool set the skill set and the mindset that you already have to go at that problem. And as you do so, I guarantee you that you'll be a successful problem solver and this will catapult you to a higher plane in your career and in your business. Thank you for listening to this episode. I encourage you to like, share and subscribe. I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. If you're on YouTube, I want you to hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, or drop me a comment if there's something you'd like me to expand on or if there's something you'd like me to speak more on in my upcoming episodes. Thank you for listening. Have a good one. Bye-bye. We are so thrilled to present to you Creativity Boost, an immersive journey designed to extract your superpowers, enhance your creative capacity, and empower you to master the business of your creativity. Don't miss an episode. We release new content every other Tuesday. Subscribe now and embark on this creativity adventure with us.